Welcome to Closing Day. This podcast is for anyone looking to get into their very first home. The steps to buying a property are complicated. How much house can I afford? Where do I start? Should I just rent for the rest of my life? Hear from industry experts and get the answers. If you're looking to purchase your first home, you are in the right place. This podcast will help you get closer to closing day. Hey everyone, welcome to Closing Day Podcast. I'm Cassie, the producer of the show, and I'm here with our host, Kyle Pucko. Cassie, today we talked about titles, which is something not a lot of people boring. know about. Yeah, boring. <laughs> but we, we got into it, and it was really interesting. So we talked with Nissa Lease here at First American Title in Missoula. Uh, she is the business development coordinator and specialist and all things, all of their duties assigned. It sounds like she talks with folks about escrow and has a really cool past and what brought her there. So Yeah, she's worked through many positions at the title company. Yeah, worked her way right up. Yeah. Kind of a success story here in Missoula, which is exciting to hear. Um, but, you know, what, what were some takeaways from, from the episode that you're excited for our listeners to, to hear about? Well, I feel like when you see the big title companies and their, you know, pillars in yeah, front and their marble, it's just yeah. kind of intimidating and you're not really sure if they're going to be nice to you <laughs> right. or they're taking all your money. And I think it's just helpful to know that they're on your side and they're really making sure that your purchase is legit. That's the point. Right. Your purchase is as it should be. Your money is going to be delivered to the right spots. And don't lose sleep over the title is what I got out of it. As long as you have a team around you, I think what we didn't talk about was for sale by owner. So if you're working with a for sale by owner, you, you might you might want to lose a little bit of sleep over the title because <laughs> they're who knows what they're doing. But as long as there's a team on both sides working to get this deal done, uh, I think you don't have too much to worry about. Yeah, she helps you learn that your purchase is safe and that you actually own your home. And I mean, that's what you want. So. Yeah, <laughs> that is the ideal situation after closing day that yeah. you get the keys and you walk in and no one else is in your house except you. Yeah, so that's, sure. that would be important. Well, cool. yeah, let's, uh, what do you think? Should we jump into let's it? Let's do it. Hey everyone, this is Kyle and I'm here with Nissa from First American Title. Nissa, welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks so much for being here. And I'm really excited to talk today about titles because I think it's an area that there's a lot of questions. What is a title? Do I need title insurance? What exactly happens on closing day? So I'm hoping that we can jump through a lot of the hoops that people, I guess, think there are when it comes to, to closing on a house and how your team might be able to help. But uh, before we do that, I'm really curious about your path from uh, college to where you are today to, hey, I'm working at a title company because a lot of people don't think I'm going to get into real estate when they're in high school or, or college and find themselves really loving their career path and, and loving the career they're in. So can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. sure. It's a it's a windy path to get here. I don't know if you knew that. So yeah. uh, very far from my background, uh, my I am from Missoula here originally, I grew up here, moved to Bozeman for school, and I ended up studying ultimately medical anthropology and religious studies, so uh, very applicable to the real estate industry, as you can imagine, right. and then I also spent seven years working in a medical spa over there uh -huh. and was ready to move back to Missoula and had an opportunity to start working at First American Title. 
and I actually started at the front desk there. And so started front desk, worked my way into an escrow assistant and then a yeah. junior escrow officer and then an escrow officer. Uh, it took a little brief hiatus and now I'm back as a business development representative at First American Title. So definitely not start, not didn't start my career jumping into real yeah, estate. Yeah, saying and, I'm going to go to a title mm-hmm. company and work my way up the ladder. But I have, uh, it's a huge background in customer service and understanding people and those dynamics and the way people think. So I think that's super applicable to what I do in title. It seems like a lot of real estate transactions, so much of it is predicated on relationships and hundred percent person to person kind con- okay, these are the questions that I have, help me navigate through them. And um, describe your time as an escrow officer and what that is. What what does an escrow officer do at a title company? Sure. So an escrow officer is kind of the the person that when you're coming in to buy a home or sell your home with your real estate agent. Mm-hmm. And your lender, you know, the, the escrow officer is the person that's actually sitting down with those clients and going over the documents, explaining them as as you're signing. So you're getting a, a, an explanation from them. They're, you know, helping you point pointing to where you need to sign and date, <laughs> right. and notarizing documents. Uh, they're working uh, with the lenders and realtors, any other parties that might be involved to get all the final documents that you need for closing as well. So okay. it's a it's a looks like a simple thing when you're just coming in to sign with that person, but they're also making sure everything's balanced with the lender prior, that we have all of the documents, and then we're taking care of things afterwards to make sure everything is compliant and that we haven't missed anything on any loan documents or that everything's notarized properly Mm -hmm. and making sure everything gets taken care of. But that's just one tiny piece of the puzzle of of all of the team players that we have in a title company. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. It's it's maybe the face of the company when someone shows up for closing day, but perhaps there's a lot of people behind the scenes. I think we have a lot of faces to our company, but yeah, I yeah. think it's the okay. one that people remember that they had to come in and sign with that person sometimes, but yeah. uh, it's an interesting role for sure. It's busy. It's a very high pay, high fast paced, uh, high energy position really, and it has a lot of long hours, so yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of work behind the scenes. It seems like there is, like you said, a lot happening behind the scenes, and it seems like when you're going through the home buying process... Uh, there's a lot of people on your team. You have your realtor, you have your lender. Is the title company that you select, or maybe we can talk about how exactly a title company gets selected, is that something that you should be concerned about? Or maybe phrase another way is, is a title, is the process behind what goes into making sure that your title is uh, clear and all is well and you can own this home, is that something that the buyer should really be overly concerned about and keeping them up at night or should they think you know what i've got a realtor i've got myself a lender i've found a home i've put in an offer my buy sell has been accepted like my team's got it covered how much sleep should i be losing over the topic of titles (laughs) well i think that would require that everybody have a deeper understanding of what title is to begin with but really i think you have to be particular in selecting your team overall so spend time picking your real estate agent interview a few of them spend time picking your lenders and shopping for a rate and making sure that you're getting a product from your lender that, that it really is the best fit for you. But, you know, research the title companies t- in town too. I think we have an amazing team. I know I probably am biased, but I think our team is truly the most uh, ethical and 
uh, heartfelt group of people that really care, really, really care about our clients and, and everybody that's coming in our doors and the, the work that we do. We put so much integrity behind the work that we do and re we really stand behind it. We never are cutting corners on anything that we're doing. So, uh, and I think, I think we just have an amazing team that stands apart from our competitors in town. Cool. So I think, yes, it matters. Um, but you know, I think you have to trust the, the, the team that you've got your, got around yourself and, yeah. and if your realtor is telling you, you know you've got a good team around you including your title team you should trust them i think i i definitely agree that of course the, the title company you choose matters like you want a team you can trust and maybe a, a referral is how you find it or a realtor sends you in that direction um, but when it comes to the title itself can you help our listeners understand exactly what it is what is a title sure so a title is your ownership in the property think kind of like your car title okay. it's usually it's the, it's what's showing you that showing that you own that property so it's usually done it's usually conveyed by a deed and there's a ton of different deeds that can convey that property to new owners uh, typically a warranty deed is what we see most often but there's there's tons of options on deeds that are out there. We prepare only a handful of really what's truly available. Attorneys can prepare certain other deeds. Um, but it's just, it's that. It's your claim to that property. It's the, the ownership in that property. Got it. And so that that ends up, of course, you need to ensure this is true some way, somehow. Um, so as a buyer, can you walk a buyer through, they've met with their, like I've mentioned, they've they're getting ready to close. They're, uh, you know, they say, "Yep, the buy sell is in agree, or we've we've got a signed buy sell. I'm going to purchase a home for two hundred thousand dollars." When does the title company gear start turning? When do does the buyer need to reach out and say, "Hey, title company, this is Kyle. I've just made a buy. I've just made an offer on a home. It was accepted. Uh, go." Like, what what does the buyer need to do? What's the buyer responsible for? The buyer honestly doesn't really interact a ton with the title company probably until closing day itself. Okay. The buyers are really trusting their team to work with us, but the title company becomes involved earlier on. Usually the listing agent, so the seller's realtor, is usually the person that's more responsible for picking the title company than not because the seller is paying that one-time title premium fee. Mm -hmm. So we're the seller is paying that premium so the sellers kind of have more more say in who they close with i guess if that Got makes it. sense mm -hmm. um but with with that we start doing uh, what's called a listing package or a property search for realtors prior to the home even being listed usually so whether that's before they even sign a listing agreement with that client and they just want more information or they've signed a listing agreement, that process starts with us prior to a buy-sell ever even happening or a buyer becoming a part of the picture at all. So we do an initial search for, for them so they can kind of see who the, the current owner is, any liens like mortgages that are against the property, covenants that might be in the neighborhood, that's all given to a realtor prior to the property hitting the market. Uh, and then we kind of hang back until that buy-sell becomes a, a active part of the process. So once that contract's in place, it gets turned into us with any earnest money that might be due if we're holding earnest money. 
And then that process, we do a full search on the property, which includes uh, to see if there's any liens or judgments against the owners or the buyers, because that can attach to the property too. And the lender would want to know that. Sure. So we do a full search on all the people involved in the transaction and then uh, just check everything again and put anything that could be recorded or anything that is recorded against the property or could attach as a lien to that property on a what's called a title commitment or a title report. Mm-hmm. So it kind of sounds like the title company, while they're kind of on your team, they're more of a third party. They're going to they're gonna do the due diligence and make sure that this transaction can, will, and is going to happen. Yeah, so we absolutely are the neutral third party to the transaction. We follow our written instructions that we receive, and we never are taking a side. So if there's ever a disagreement between a buyer and seller, that's what we're there to be is just the neutral third party uh you know, we're, we're not ever going to take a side if there's something that that comes from one party or the other. We always will confirm, you know, if a transaction fails and someone wants their earnest money back, we always are verifying with both sides of that of that transaction to make sure that we're releasing the earnest money properly. So that's just an example of probably a really simple example of how we just maintain that uh, neutral third party following our written instructions, just making sure everything's taken care of and, and taken care of right the first time, really. What sort of questions should a first-time homebuyer be asking when it comes when they're sitting at the closing day table with at a title company because that might be the first time they've walked into the title company to begin with. Mm-hmm. Are there questions that somebody should be asking at at closing day or have all the questions already been answered and you're just signing and dotting the I's and crossing the T's. I hope most of their questions have been answered prior. (laughs) You know, that's again where it comes to picking your team well and whether they interact with us at all prior to that or if their realtor or lender are asking questions on their behalf to us, I hope that any questions that they have before they actually sit down at the closing table are addressed. On this, in the situation that it's not, I think, you know, we get simple questions like, um, I'm trying to think of what, well, I think, Trying to think what the most common question would be. I have honestly. Costs, maybe? How, are people surprised when they sit down and see, oh, cost? what's title insurance? I didn't know I had to pay for that or so, anything like that. I You would think, for how little I think people actually understand what title insurance is, which I will give you a brief answer sure, of that, yeah. um, I'm surprised that that's not actually a question. So, title insurance, okay. just so we cover that, title yeah. insurance is a little bit different policy than any type of insurance that you have elsewhere in your life. So, car insurance, homeowner's insurance, life insurance, health insurance, all of those things are insuring. It's a monthly premium that you're paying and it's covering you for the possibility that something may happen in the future. Title insurance is a one-time premium because we're looking at anything in the past and in the history of that property and its owners, that whole chain of title that could potentially come back and, and cloud the title or cause an issue for those buyers, basically. We're looking at that and removing any of those risks. And so that's why it's a one-time premium against anything that's happened in the past. So title insurance is a little bit different in that regard. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that a lot of people understand that, but they're getting a premium and I tell them they're getting a premium, but I don't think people actually uh, understand or ask what that covers. So uh, that's actually not a question. I think the most common question we get at closing are taxes. Everyone's always confused about the tax portion. Yeah. Interesting. How Mm -hmm. much property taxes they can expect? Is that just that every, they're paid in arrears. So buyers are 
sometimes confused why they're getting a credit for taxes at closing and the sellers are always confused why they're paying the buyers for taxes because they're like, well, I just paid my taxes. But so that I think is the most common question that we see at closing. So mm -hmm, they confuse everybody. And a lot of times they (laughs) estimate those things for you before closing day. So you see a document that says this is what you can be expected to pay on closing day. Yes, you absolutely should be seeing a settlement statement. Um, a closing disclosure from your lender. So if you are working with a lender, you will see a closing disclosure for sure before closing. I think you have to have three. I don't think I know. You have to have three days to review that prior to closing. So you will have to see that document, sign off on it, and then you have three days to sit and ponder that that debt you're taking on in your life before you come in and sign with us. Just twiddle your thumbs. Exactly. (laughs) If you're a cash buyer, um, if that's the the situation, you should still see just a basic settlement statement from your uh, realtor or us directly. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot to think about when you're heading toward that closing table. Yeah, there is a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Um, What piece of advice would you have for somebody who's just getting started with the home buying process? Sometimes we save this for our closing time segment, but I'm curious, what, what piece of advice would you have for somebody that's just getting started and is hearing I got to worry about title insurance and I, I didn't know that was a thing. Uh, this is all overwhelming. I'm just going to rent for forever. Well, housing costs are just going up in Missoula. So if, yeah. if you can get in on the home buying game, I think you should. It's a good time to do it before it gets too outrageously expensive. But I think what I would say, the, the and I've, I've already said it, but I'm going to reiterate it. The team that you select is extremely important. So take time and do your research. Don't just pick the first realtor that you know. It's your, you know, your cousin's neighbor or whatever. Take right. time making you making sure you're finding a good fit. There's a ton of different personalities in the real estate industry, and you want to make sure that you're finding someone that you really trust and feel like you can relate to, so that you know that they have their best your best interests at heart as you're working through the process. So I think your team taking time to, to pick your realtor and pick your lender and really figuring out who's behind you and who has your back, I think is the number one piece of advice that I can give you. I think a question a lot of first time home buyers has have when they're approaching the closing table is I've saved up all this money. It exists in my bank account or maybe in a, in a Roth IRA and they're going to, you know, with, withdraw their principal and figure this out but what, what do they show up with a bag of cash how what does that look like how does no if you show that, up to our office with a bag, with of, a bag cash, of cash we will actually send you away do not, <laughs> do not withdraw all of your money from the atm that would take a while from an atm to I, deposit we have that. had people actually come in and try to do that but we do send them away we won't even touch it okay so you do have to have certified funds at closing so whether that's a cashier's check or a wire the funds do have to be certified uh, and delivered to us that way so no personal checks either it has to be from a bank or from a wire. Bank. So mm-hmm. schedule a quick meeting with the bank before you head to your closing. Yes, I don't. I have had closings where somehow that's been missed and they didn't know, mm-hmm. and then it's kind of a scramble to make sure that happens for you, them. You so just be prepared home. once yeah. you get that settlement statement or that closing disclosure. Make sure you have that final balance uh, prepared and in advance. Whether that's a cashier's check, you get it the day before, or you arrange with your bank to wire those funds. Making sure that's with us is great. Yeah. And typically, and we've talked about the, the many different percentages of home that you can put down, but that's a big question too. So I'm curious if you have any sort of advice for folks as they're looking to save for their first home, what 
should they be doing? What What are some tips? That you yeah. So I, I obviously you guys are well aware that there's definitely loan products out there that don't require twenty uh, percent down, right. and that there are programs that offer assistance for down payment, whether that's grants or uh, different programs that have a deferred payment on that. There are a lot of options available when it comes to that. However, I, my dad is a finance professor, so I had to, uh, knowing this was a potential question from you guys, I had to solicit advice from my dad, the finance professor of 30 some years, because who else would I ask? (laughs) Perfect. Yeah, let's let's hear it. My dad's advice, he said, uh, you know, when you are able to have a down payment of 20%, that it really gives you more leverage when you're negotiating and and discussing with your bank the rates and the type of uh, loan that you can qualify for. So that was something that my dad thought he recommends making sure that you have that 20%. But obviously, you know, my dad didn't want to just stop there and say, get the 20% because sometimes you'll feel like that's daunting and overwhelming on how to get there. So my dad said, if you have an automatic deposit from your paycheck and you deposit into a money market account, he said, those are safe, but they earn more interest than a savings account Mm -hmm. that that will help you build up the down payment and that you can always add periodic windfall payments to that. So if you have your uh, tax refund, since it's that time of year, people are getting right, their refunds. Right. Or if you get rebates on any products that you buy, if your you know new fridge comes with a rebate, just applying those those windfall payments to that money market account. I think that's great advice because you don't miss it when it doesn't enter your checking account right. and leave your checking account. Instead, it just goes directly into, like like your dad says, a money market account. I think that's that's really mm-hmm. smart advice. He's cool. a smart finance guy. That's it. So. Yeah. Professor, uh, <laughs> Professor Lease. Yes. Thank you for the tip. <laughs> where, where does he, uh, he's at he University of Nevada, Reno. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's, what are the home prices like in Reno? Oh gosh. I don't know. I feel like that's a city that might be. I think they're actually a little lower than up. us. Oh really? Yeah. But I could yeah. be wrong. I haven't asked, I haven't asked my dad a lot about, uh, real estate prices real estate in Reno. Re- it's so not on not my list of places I'm list looking places? at moving ever. So. <laughs> Well, let's talk about vocab words, <laughs> escrow, uh, title. <laughs> yes, there's a scantron being handed up. All of these words that folks hear and they just start signing and agreeing to things and nodding their head. Uh, hopefully people aren't nodding off behind the wheel right now listening to escrow and jargon, right? Listen, wake up. Wake up. This is important. <laughs> Can you help us understand some of those terms and where should where should we start? Yeah, I think the the... One of the most important things to kind of understand initially is that there are two very different sides to our business. So you'll hear title and you'll, you will hear escrow. So our title department, there's the title department and escrow department. Title department is the, are the, the team, the team, part of our team. Let me say that again. (laughs) The title department is our team that works on doing the property searches and making sure we're getting all of the necessary requirements in escrow when we're clearing exceptions um, to make sure everything's released properly, that we're doing our job correctly when we're working on clearing the title in escrow, which I'll explain a little bit what that means. Um, but that's one side of the business. And the other side is escrow, which is working with the money and documents and being kind of that neutral third party to uh, the closing table. And that's who you see at the closing table on closing day as this podcast is rightly named. Um, The 
process that goes through with a title commitment. So you get this initial title report or title commitment that you see that has all sorts of stuff that will look really confusing and you won't know what you need to ask about because you will have to review that as a buyer. Your realtor will send that over and probably tell you if you have any questions to reach out to the title officer on that transaction. But you'll see that there's, you know, a mortgage, the seller has a loan on the property or there's, um, you know, a road maintenance agreement. We make sure that that loan is paid off. We're acquiring a payment, a, a loan payoff for that loan we're working to make sure that actually is released after the fact. And they only have, lenders only have, I think, 90 days to release that loan from the public record. So we actually have a department that, a department that just tracks that. They track, yeah. make sure loans are released on time. Uh, so there's, again, all sorts of stuff that yeah. happens even yeah, long after closing. Yeah. But that's a, that's a part of it. Uh, the road maintenance agreement, we make sure that that's actually paid or HOA dues are paid. And then we're, we're prorating those amounts too. So there's a lot of stuff that kind of happens in the yeah. different departments and we work together very closely, but we have very different roles in our company. Makes sense. Yeah. I think that, I think that helps clear some things up, you know, that when you get into a home, you don't really care about, well, how did the previous seller pay off their loan? You just know, this is what I paid for this house and now I'm in it. Yeah. But that's interesting. That Which is an important reason company. to have a title company work on your transaction right. because I think we do get asked if you have to have a title company involved, but I don't know why you wouldn't want to have one involved. Right. It's the biggest investment you're going to make in your life. It's where you're going to live and, you know, maybe start a family or live with your family and you want to protect that investment. And that's what we're there to do is to give you that peace of mind and that to make sure that, you know, you're seller was the proper person that needed to sign on behalf of a trust or that they're, you know, the seller before then was, that was properly executed. We're looking at all sorts of stuff to make sure that it's a hundred percent yours and there's not anything that could come up and, and cause you problems with your property down the road. Right. Well, that's, that's great. I think that helps clear some things up for our listeners. I think it's now time for our world famous segment of the podcast closing time. So this is the same questions that we ask each guest, although they do vary every week. Uh, but <laughs> I guess it's the same segment that we ask every guest. I, I want to start with any books that you might recommend for our listeners. It can be finance, it can be business, it can be real estate, or it can just be a book that Gave you some inspiration, Nissa, that, that you might recommend for first-time home buyers to listen to and, and, and gain some of that inspiration, perhaps. Sure. I, I actually do love to read, but I think one of the ones that I would say is most applicable, applicable that I've read recently to just home buying or chasing dreams in general is, and maybe a little geared towards more towards women, sorry, dudes, right. um, but it's called You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero, Sincero, I don't know how you say her last name, but I really enjoyed it. It's super inspiring, and it, she kind of walks you through some basic steps that you need if it, to If you just to need take. a reminder that you are indeed a badass. Yeah, so if your cool. dream is to own a house, she even talks about that in there. If that's your dream, you know, she kind of gives you some guidelines on maybe taking the first steps to feel like you can actually do that. That's that's great. Well, we'll put that in the show notes indeed. Um, <laughs> we answered one of our questions about piece of advice, and you mentioned 
team. Build a good team, a solid foundation, get good recommendations and, and vet your team. You know, yes. do some research on your lenders and your realtors. So that's really helpful. Um, in terms of how somebody can learn more about First American Title Company and about uh, getting started if they're here in Missoula or just title companies everywhere, maybe we'll start with First American Title and then where people can find their local title companies and, and use them. And Well, First American Title, we are a huge chunk of Montana. So if you're right. looking anywhere in Montana or Idaho, First American Title is a really great, great place to start. I know we have, our footprint is 57 offices um, between Montana, Idaho, and three counties in Wyoming. But applicable to Montana, we have 29 offices covering 31 counties. So we cover a huge majority of the state and our footprint matters. I, I think it makes it much easier for you. We're all working on the same system. We can help you. So even if you know, you're know you selling in Missoula and moving to Billings and you're already there working your new job, you can sign at that office over there for free. That's just a courtesy signing that's complimentary because we're all in the same group. Nice. So it's really nice. And we always can work with outside title companies too. So for example, you know we don't have an office in Helena, but we work with the title companies there often. So you can do escrow with any of the offices that you're familiar with. So, you know, you're, you're still getting the team that you trust here. That's awesome. Anything that we didn't ask you that you were hoping we would? I don't think so. We asked a lot of questions Yeah, here. We, went, we went deep into title company uh, procedures. So that's really, that's really great. And, yeah. you know, it is, it is very detailed, but it is very important. Like you said, this is the biggest investment you'll make and understanding, hey, don't let, don't let, your title keep you up at night. Your team's got it covered, assuming that you've got a really good team behind you. Yeah. Um, ask the right questions. Make sure you know what, what to expect when you're closing up, when you're showing up at that closing table. Um, anything that we didn't ask you that you were hoping we would? Sure. Yeah. So we actually have a ton of resources available on our website. So one of the ones in particular that I really want to point out just for the audience of this podcast is our home buyer's guide. It is an amazing tool. One, it actually, since you talked about vocab earlier, we actually have a glossary of terms in the back of that. So it has a ton of of information there for you. It talks about, you know, renting versus buying. So if you're on the fence and, and not sure, you can look at that renting versus buying. You, that'll weigh that out for you. It talks about the loans that are available and, and that process. It walks you through all of the steps that are really involved in escrow. Um, it talks about what happens and what you can expect on closing day and afterwards. And that's all available in a PDF on our website under resources. So if you go to www.gofirstam.com and click the resources tab, that should be in there, the Montana Home Buyer's Guide. And then, of course, if you ever any, if anyone ever has questions, our office is just a fountain of knowledge on all sorts of stuff so we are more than happy if people even want to just pop into the office and ask questions on the process we have a whole team of people ready and willing to answer questions for you that sounds amazing we'll definitely link up to that pdf uh, in the show notes so folks when they get home from listening or if they're listening to your computer they can download that right now awesome Missa, we really appreciate your time today thank you for your wealth of knowledge in the subject of titles and escrow and all things closing day so we really appreciate it thank you thanks for having me